Hey guys, and welcome to Conversations with Lover League. This is Samantha Douglas, and I am here with the amazing Michelle. What's your last name? I don't even it's, know. It's Martin. Oh, Michelle Martin. Oh, should I say? Well, that's my married name, but I'm really a Hannah. Okay. So that is my ma- that is my maiden. I prefer to. Uh, that's a whole nother story. Another <laughs> sort of type of conversation. But legally, I'm Michelle Martin. We'll just go with that. Okay, so it's Samantha. I'm here with Michelle, and this um, week we are talking about pursuing purpose. Actually, for the next few weeks, because pursuing purpose is um, the theme of the month for Lover League, our women's organization. And so I'm excited to get started. I know we get so many questions about purpose, right? What is purpose? And that's something me and uh, Michelle have discussed, like off air. Is like what is purpose and so as I was looking as I was looking and googling things uh, I came across this graphic that I love and um, it kind of has an intersection of what purpose is with a whole bunch of with with like four different uh, categories and the way it's set up is it says you, you take what you love what the world needs what you can be paid for and then what you're good at and where all of those intersect is your purpose. And I love this. One of the main reasons why I love this is because you always hear a simplified version of this to explain what purpose is. Like it's where uh, what you're good at and where your passion intersects or things like that. And so to see this, it really made a lot of sense to me. And I'll post it on Lover League's Instagram page at Lover League. Um, so you guys can review when you're, you know, listening to this. But it's really great. And then it kind of shows you too. it breaks down that where what you love and what the world needs overlaps is your mission, where what the world needs and what you can be paid for overlaps is your vocation, where what you're good at and what you can be paid for overlaps is your profession and what you love and what you're good at is your passion. So I think that is just a great starting point for this kind of discussion about uh, pursuing purpose. So I guess I know we've talked off mic right. about how you're saying like right now you're active. You actively feel like you're trying to find that. I do. I think I'm not um, there where I'm living out my um, purpose for various reasons um, that just happens. You know, life happens or you get distracted Um, You know, you have children, you're a wife, you know, you're a daughter, you're doing so many other things that you sometimes, um, you know, you get put on the back burner. Um, And so now I'm at a place where I'm free of some of these things and I'm really trying to operate in my purpose because I do think operating in my purpose will just give me life. It will, you know, bring me joy and happiness and some things I think, um, or some areas I think are not fulfilled. Cause I think if you're not yeah. operating in your purpose, there's going to be a hole. I in love your soul. You're not going to feel completely, you're just not going to feel complete for something. That's me personally. Yes. I, I feel like something is missing. That's how come I know I'm not operating in my purpose is because there's something, there's just something missing, something missing. So for me, especially right now, I'm just really trying to take the time to process. And this, you know, I'm, this is the first time I've seen that diagram, but I think it's amazing. And I think that, 
um, you know, if you take an opportunity to look at all the squares and you can actually just write, you know, if you guys get on, you know, download or print off um, the drawing and actually write in it, because I'm actually going to do the same thing. Um, and I think it may help you narrow down, you know, finding your purpose. But I think this is a very practical. I love that. I would love to see that. And it makes sense, right? Oh, my God. If like, y'all do what that. what you love. Like, yes. like, like this, for example, I love, I don't even wear makeup, but I love makeup. Does that right. make sense? Yes. And, you know, but is that my passion? No. Or my, per, you know, purpose? Yeah. Probably not, but I but I do love it. Yes. But maybe you can take that and there's some something with makeup for example but if you start like actually putting pen to paper because i think it requires some thinking and some thought yes um, i love that if y'all do that find it. send that send that and tag us tag uh, at at lover league please on instagram because i would love you to see you fill out this diagram yep i'm gonna post it and as a matter of fact i will post it empty and remove the words so you guys can fill it out um because i would love to see those mm-hmm. i think that's that is amazing that's an yeah. amazing idea yeah and i think you'll and i think you'll it'll open your eyes up too right um yes because like you said i think we hear it simplified when people describe purpose and sometimes i hear purpose too in the um in a spiritual context yes and this ha- not that it has anything to do with it but honestly you know what i mean it's not yes. just so heavily focused on yes that and we are both believers, but Absolutely. I think I think what I don't like about how when people try to describe it um, like in biblical terms is that we see these five different offices mm-hmm. that everybody's supposed mm-hmm. to operate in, mm-hmm. and it and it limits you right because evangelism now is not what it was, yeah. preaching, pastoring now is not what it was. So when you look at these kind of categories that we're supposedly supposed to fall in it can kind of box you in unless you have a deeper revelation as to that's really more so a gifting and how you do that gifting is purpose is how I feel. Right. So it's like whether you, if I, if I teach, but how I teach is different. I could have a Mm -hmm. podcast like this. Mm -hmm. I could do seminars. Mm -hmm. I could have a women's community. I could, you know, all of these things, a blog. So it's like, I think that's kind of limiting. So I love being able to take it like out of the biblical context and really put it in a way where it makes it applicable to life. Uh And and that's I mean, pursuing purpose to me is that where you take your gifting and all this stuff and. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I love that they didn't leave out what you get paid for, uh, well, baby. Get paid. I know, who wants to? <laughs> no, but back before I we we skip. I actually yes, did a yes, spiritual gift assessment. Oh yes, in my journey to figure out what my purpose is. Yes, um, and it came out that I was good at administration, and it told me I should like work in the church office or do oh, like. No. But that's like yeah. that's not really my purpose. I think it's a function in the church, right? So as you're trying to find out how can I serve God and what can I do in the church, I do think that some of what you love and what you're good at is applicable to your role Yes, in how you want to give back. And so I think for me, yes, I am an administrator. And so would I, you know, is evangelism my thing? Probably not, but I definitely could you know, administer, I could count the tithes and offering. I could do all that. Right. But that's more of, I think, a gift more so than yes. my purpose. Like something you're just good at. Yes. So that literally, if we're looking at these four bubbles, that only 
matches one of the four yeah. bubbles. Yeah. And that's exactly my point. Because like mine, I can't remember my spiritual gift. I've done multiple. I know. Through the <laughs> years. Like, like, <laughs> I've been in church so long. I know. I've done multiple through the years. I can't exactly remember um, what it was, what mine came out to be but yeah gifting though is is just that like mm-hmm. and you can have mm-hmm. multiple gifts mm-hmm. so you want to really see where do all these things intersect mm-hmm. like that's going to give you a better idea so i want to go back to your specific story because what i love is that you're at a place where your your children are grown now correct so you can really focus on you yes i that's yes. beautiful so i want to hear about that okay well, I was a, a parent at 19, so I had my son at 19, and that actually caused me to pivot because I was in college at the time, and I was actually in college because I wanted to be in journalism. I wanted to be um, a TV anchor. Like, I just thought that's what I was going to do. And then, you know, life happens, which it does. Yes. And, um, I'm pregnant, and I've got to figure out, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, the job for a young mother raising a child. You know what I mean? So I went back to now let me find something practical. So it it became more about him than it was about me. Because I truly do believe when I went to college and my major was what I I knew. I knew that's what I loved. I don't know if I was at that age because you're still young. If I knew that that was purpose. But I definitely knew that what I was doing that I loved. Yes. But now I'm having to pivot because what I love, I don't know if it's going to pay the bills or it's going to be, you know, a place where I can be present in my child's life. So now I'm pivoting. Yes. And so, you know, I changed my uh, degree. And so I have a degree in accounting because I figured, you know, at least I always have a job. Yes. Right? Yes. I'll always Sounds provide. I'll, my husband and, did that. You know, it's been all that. I can honestly say yeah. I don't have regrets because it it was it allowed me the ability to raise my children. So I yes. have no regrets about choosing that. Mm-hmm. However, it was definitely not chosen because you know that's my purpose or what I love to do at yeah. All. You followed the money and security. I followed the money and the security, and yes. I did that. I ended up having another child about seven years later. Um, and you know, I got kind of got deeper ingrained into accounting. And so then you get farther removed from stuff that you really love. And then you, now you forget what you love because yes. you've been ingrained in something that you don't really love, but you know, you're good at it. Cause I was good at it. What made yes. me change to accounting. The funny thing is in high school, I never took a business course at all mm-hmm. in high school. Not one. The only thing I knew about accounting is because after I had my son and I got a job, I was like, it was it was a receptionist at first, and then I got put in accounts receivable, and I was good at it. So I was like, "Hey, maybe that's what I should do." Yeah. And so it kind of came natural. So that's how you know accounting came to be. But it never was, and so I was good at it. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. But it never was fulfilling, and it has never been fulfilling. And as a ever as a side note, I do not believe that we should make, uh, especially people who are freshmen in college uh, choose a major, declare a major. That is the most ridiculous thing. Like having spent three years in college myself and having like literally like four or five different majors. It's like, yo, they, we don't know. Okay. We you don't do know. Not, you do not know. No. Um, and you're not quit to, 
You're not your brain. You don't know. No. You don't know how, what you're going to feel like in five years. I don't know. You don't know yourself you at don't all. Know and then you don't know, because basically you've just done high school work. You yes. You haven't done anything you've, you've done what they told you you needed to do that's a to fact. graduate that's a fact and, and up four until years of math you need yes whatever the requirements are yeah and up until that point everything that you do I, I, okay i won't say everything most things that you do are geared towards what other people will think about it absolutely as a child that's absolutely. what you do absolutely so you haven't spent any time getting to know yourself or your purpose or what you want to do in life so how do you even know that a degree is going to even apply to what it is that you should be doing you know it's and that'll be that another topic of conversation. <laughs> yes. We will. At a later date. Yes. Because we At can go on time. and on about That's a fact. that. That's a fact. Okay. So you're in school. You had yeah. one son. You decided accounting. You had another baby seven years later. Mm-hmm. You felt good about that decision because it provided, but it's still leaving a void. It's still leaving a void. Yes. Um, and so when my daughter got in high school, she was getting to get into high school. I had always wanted to go to law school. But I couldn't, you know, I didn't have the time, nor did I have the support um, that would allow me to go back to school. So um, I waited until she got. Into, so he was gone. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's out of the picture at this point. But yeah. I waited till she got into high school and then I started law school. Yeah. Um, and her and I graduated together. <laughs> so oh, I graduated, she so graduated from sweet. high school and I graduated from law school at the same Love time. It. How you know, and that was that was that was good. I'm glad that I yeah. did it because it was a goal of mine. Um, but you know, there's still kind of a void because I think as you get older, and I've been doing so, mind you, I've been doing accounting in some form this whole time. Yes, and now I'm trying to pivot. Um, you know, I've got a law degree now, so now I'm trying to pivot into how... Now, this is where this comes into play. Right. So now I've got to worry about what I'm going to get paid for. Because, <laughs> you That's know, now fact. I'm not 21, so That's I have real bills, right? Yeah. So it's a different conversation. And so now I'm at a point where that's why I love this, where I'm having to figure out where can, you know, everything that I've learned and I've experienced all the skills that I have, you know, what's in my heart, what's in my soul, how can all that, where can all that meet? Yes. And what is it? Yes. And so now I have the brain power and the space to develop that. And that's where I'm at now um, is trying to figure that out because especially I like this part about what the world needs. I don't think I've ever heard anyone kind of say that mm-hmm. and I think that's probably you know that's actually good because that's part of two yes is, you know me me understanding how can I give back like where can I give back and I a think a sense for of me, contribution yep, and that, that is will, a human need period that is that is one Absolutely. a sense of contribution which is why I was me and my husband were just talking about um I was talking about like empty nesters mm-hmm. so the re- part of the reason why that's a thing is because when you've wrapped your whole life up in your kids and now they're gone your sense of contribution has now gone with them <laughs> like is you know or or when we retire, right? Yep. Since that's I'm kind of an empty nester. I have no biological children that are yes. uh, that need me like that. Um, and so you do like you wonder, like okay, what now? What's what's yes. next? Yeah, you know, what's next for me in the next phase of my life? Because I'm still relatively young. I did. I, you know, obviously have my children. Yes. young yes um, <laughs> it wasn't one of the later ones so I still have a lot left I still have a lot of years to work I still have a lot left to give so now for me it's about where do I want to do that 
and where am I going to find the fulfillment and 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 the giving back? You know, yes. I really want to do that. I think that's. Um, I think too because I felt like I was giving into my children. I really mm-hmm. probably wasn't giving back to the world. I mean, I guess with your children, you are giving back to the world, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really doing anything else outside yeah. of that. But I definitely all like I said, this is I hope you guys really take the opportunity to look at this chart because I think it is um amazing and I think it would be applicable no matter where you are in your life, whether you're yes. younger, you know, your mid career or older, I think you still can find your purpose no matter what age you are. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the other dynamic, too, about what the world needs is sometimes we assume that everybody's just going to want what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. So it's like you need to see where this, you know, where all these things align, because um, having a need for it, it's just like supply and demand. Right. It's like supplying something that people don't want. And because we see that a lot. And so uh, that's the other dynamic for me about like what the world needs. It helps you constantly being used to. So Mm -hmm. like right now, I just currently found for me where all of this Uh intersects. Uh Okay, And for me, I'm doing it via um, obviously through Lover League, the women's community, which is my baby. I love Um, community work, which I love giving back. Um, Christ Up Ministries is our 501c3. I love doing everything with that. But at the same time, and being an entrepreneur, so there's a part of me that really loves that. So for a long time, well, you know, our <laughs> Michelle dates my cousin. Um, but in our whole side of the family is full of entrepreneurs. Yes. Like literally, like everybody has their own business or is a musician or something. So they're still, you mm-hmm. know, an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. And so my whole life, that's just kind of been a part of our family dynamics and who we are. And so um, I think that's kind of just been ingrained in me as well. And so I've always enjoyed that, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy making my own schedule and things like that. But beyond that, I enjoy the functionings of Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship and being self-employed. So. Uh, so I cleaned for a long time with my mom. I've worked several jobs. I've done all yeah, so of these tell us things. How you got here? Tell yeah. Us, so now that you're, because I'm not operating in my purpose, yeah. so I can just I gave you kind of my backstory, and I'm trying to get there. But you are operating, yeah, in your purpose. So how did you, how did you get there? How did you come to um, figure that out? I so so for me, just like you, I started having kids <laughs> young. Um, I got I got pregnant. When I was 17 and I had my son when I was 18, um, I was graduating high school and literally I had just had my son like a few weeks before. So (laughs) I had this brand new baby at my graduation. Right. And it was so it was rough, too. So it was a rough pregnancy. I had to be um, put on bed rest and stuff. So the fact that I finished was just oh glory to God. (laughs) And I decided to go straight into school. I decided, yo, I know I had a baby and stuff, but I'm not letting it change my course. And um, like I said before, changed, bounced around a bunch of different majors. Like our, my husband and I's story is crazy and I'm not going to go into all of that. But uh, I decided to leave college in 2011. Um, it was around the same time, too, that I really felt the first call I ever got from God was okay. that um, I want you to show people the love of me, mm-hmm. meaning the love of him. Mm-hmm. And um as a baby in Christ, 
of course, I just mm-hmm. thought, oh, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can love people. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Then the <laughs> hardest years of my life came ever. Seriously. <laughs> the hardest. Because people are so hard to love. Um, especially when you're young and dumb, you don't really know nothing about the world. Mm-hmm. So much like you, though, I also felt this burden, which is why I got rededicated um, in the first place. I also felt this burden to just be a better person provider just everything for my kids so this is why i I worked a bunch of different jobs in the process Mm -hmm. um so fast forward a bit um me and my husband we were living in our own house he left school too to pursue um rapping so uh he does christian (laughs) hip-hop don't laugh (laughs) he's laughing in the background (laughs) but um he did and so uh, we both were trying to work and pursue purpose kind of on the side. So th- on the side. So throughout the years, I've done a group that I called Inspire. So it was like, um, okay. yeah, women's Bible study type thing uh, where it's like a, applying the Bible to like your everyday life. Right. So I did things like that. And just all of it, though, just like you, which is very lackluster, though. Um, I felt like I was making impact in people's lives and stuff. But honestly, I felt the most impact. I made was with the people that I just love that were close to me. Just, you know, like Uh just showing Uh people love mm -hmm. kind of feels like it comes second nature to me. Mm -hmm. Being there for people Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. it really, it, it's a gifting. I didn't realize was a gifting. I thought it was just normal that people love and treat people this way, but they don't. I know. I learned that later. (laughs) So we were renting a house and stuff. Me and him went through hard times and stuff, and we decided we were going to buy one. So we moved in with my parents temporarily, right? This was like five years ago. <laughs> and I mean, and we did. We went through the whole thing, got all of our financials together. We were under contract twice, um, and it fell through both times. And um, And then the Lord called Jared away from his job, which... I fought tooth and nail. It was, oh my God. I was like, God, no. So you were nervous about? It was horrible. It was horrible. I was scared about everything. You know, as a woman, you want security. Yeah. Well, that's why I did accounting, right? Yes. It was horrible. (laughs) So, um, but we trusted God. And around that same time, I was also um, really getting involved because I was praying to God one night. This one-year-old out here had been shot by a stray bullet and killed. And I was I was crying. I was telling God, like, what are you going to do about this? Like, I am sick of turning on the news every day and, and you know, seeing my people mm-hmm, die. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, I, I've already done everything I'm going to do. And I was like, what? And he was like, I put you there. That's what I was going to Yes. Yes. And so it was so convicting because it's like, dang, like, I really ain't doing anything right. to, yeah. you know. And so... I decided that I would get community involved. So I just started showing up to things. So every time I saw a flyer, every time I saw I started showing up, well, I started showing up to these neighborhood Mm -hmm, organizing mm -hmm, meetings mm -hmm. at the INRC. Okay, okay. And uh, free classes that you should take because um, they help you with neighborhood organizing and stuff. And it's really cool. So while I'm doing that, I keep running into this pastor, uh, Pastor G, Pastor Mm -hmm. John Gurton, Mm -hmm. who I love, who ended up being... um, my mentor in that next few years actually so i worked with him as he did community work he does graphics and marketing and things like that um he did a 30-day tent campaign where he stayed in a tent i remember that yes like it was so cool so 
went through that whole process with him, I end up picking up design skills and stuff just from trying to help him. So after doing this for years, after helping uh, a little bit after that, we helped plant a church and just all kind of stuff. I got more and more community involved on my own. So I became the leader of the Far East Side Community Council out here. And I really, really, really got ingrained in that. Well, as I started showing up more, you know, people start putting... People start recognizing Yes, and they start putting more responsibility on you. So last year... I know this seems so long, but I'm going through like no because I think long it'll be helpful. Times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, last year I was getting really burnt out, really, really burnt out, and I started questioning like if this is my purpose, it should be feeding me too, right? You know, that's a good point. And it felt like it was only taking from uh-huh. me, and there uh-huh. was moments where. There were moments where obviously that people would show me appreciation and love and that I would see what I was doing making was making an impact in people's lives. But if I'm being totally honest and transparent, that wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the feeding that Mm -hmm. I need. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we're trying to figure out how to make it because we still want to get the heck out of my pants. (laughs) (laughs) We're not just trying to stay. Community organizing is not where the money's at. Okay. Let me tell y'all. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So I, last year I went through one of the worst depressions I had ever went through late summer, like literally looked at my husband tears of my eyes like I don't want to be here anymore like be in this world anymore mm-hmm. I'm just over it mm-hmm. and um I struggled through the fall through the winter and finally around December January I just kind of felt like you know what I have to take a step back because I'm totally confused I had created Lover League in this process oh, uh-huh. of this women's community because women really needed a space to share it literally mm-hmm. says our mission is to share learn and grow together mm-hmm. right And I wanted it to be this healthy, safe space so that we could do that in transparency. Right. And and so I had I had started Lover League in this process, all of this stuff. And things were rolling a little bit, but still I could just I just felt so confused and pulled in so many different directions. And so in January, I sent out an email uh, to my fellow leaders and to everybody else in the community, letting them know I'm stepping back for the year. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm leaving year. everything community. Was that this January then? Okay. Yes. This January. I was like, I no, don't call me about it. I'm not coming to the meetings. I'm not doing this. Like, I need a break for the year. I was like, I'm just I'm done. I'm done. What I love about that time is, though. It really let me start to work it within myself. And I started working on um, just a bunch of other things, things that God pours into me. I swear to you all the time, mm-hmm. all these little things that I'll just put in the notes in my phone or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really am not sharing these things. So like last year, that was why I was I, I started to whom it may concern, mm-hmm. which is like a little web series mm-hmm. that I did. It was to share those things. But I had fallen away from that. I have fallen away from everything just being consumed by this community stuff. So and it's and it's like it really catches you because you feel like you're doing something good, right? Yes. But I love Stephen Furtick said this a long time ago, who's a, the pastor of Elevation Church. If you guys haven't um, listened to him, he's pretty great. But he said that if the enemy can't stop you, he'll distract you. And that is literally the story of my life. He can never stop me because no. I'm going to do. You're going to do. Yeah. 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 But man, distract me. Oh, way off. 
So distract you from being in your purpose. Yes. <laughs> no, that is a it, fact. It's a distraction. That is a fact. Yeah. So as I started, um, as I was taking a break and stuff, I had a lot more free time. Mm-hmm. So I was helping people with their vision. One of my girlfriends started a CNA school. I did her logo, her website, oh, stuff nice. like that. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of other, another one of my girlfriends, um, has a body care line called from above naturals. Okay. So I did her website and uh, she already had her logo, but I started doing her product labels and stuff. So I just started kind of doing all these things on the side and I was like, man, it would be great to just kind of do this. But I was so scared Mm -hmm. because, you know, Mm -hmm. once you put like a price on it and like people are contracting you to do this, it's like, (laughs) like now it's like pressure. It's real now. Yes. And I always felt like I would ruin it if I did that to it. But at the same time, I was getting to a place where, yo, income has come Uh from somewhere. Uh All right. Um, so it's funny because when I was thinking about pursuing purpose and thinking about this theme for Lever League and I was Googling, I found this chart and it really kind of convicted me that like when I look at these things, everybody and their mom is trying to start a business. Right. So what the world needs, my God. Yes. You know? Yes. So they're all trying to start businesses. Yes. And two, um, I, I do not like seeing my people out here struggling and looking bad. Right. So I, so if I could make you look more polished, um, make everything feel more cohesive, you know, that's something they need uh, with something I can be paid for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something I'm good at. Absolutely. absolutely. Something that I love. And that's the element of it. I get to help people pursue their purpose, which I feel like is my purpose. So in this process, what it also does is it opens up to people say, oh, but I really need help organizing this. And so I hand them off to uh, Rod Haywood, who did all of our business stuff, mm-hmm, organizational mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Um, people say, oh, I really haven't. I'm really struggling with my social media stuff, too. So I'll help them in those ways. Or, oh, man, I need a site. Help them in those ways. Like labels. I help them in those ways. Like, And so I really help them. They can come to me with a dream and with a vision and they can leave from me feeling like they're organized with a plan. They have, you know, everything that they need, like the technical things, marketing things, um, to really get their products or their services, mm-hmm. whatever, together mm-hmm. and off the ground and ready mm-hmm. to go. And so I, how do you feel? Do you feel better? Like when you were doing the community yes. stuff, you know, you said you said you felt drained and it was taking so much from you. Yes. So now that you're you've pivoted and you're doing this does it feel like you're drained or does it feel like, do you feel good? Is, is I it feel a different feeling? good. And it's so crazy because I'm busy. I will spend hours upon hours staring at that computer screen and I love it. Okay. See? Love it. Love it. And I like, I just posted today. Somebody's I shared, somebody posted their logo excited oh, uh-huh. and I shared it and uh-huh. I was like, I'm getting paid for what I love. Truly. And that is so exciting to me. That's good. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so I'm working back in little community Mm -hmm, things that mm -hmm, I do, mm -hmm. but they're totally by my choosing. Right. Mm -hmm, That was the other mm -hmm, conviction that I had too, mm -hmm. is that you let your schedule get out of control. Let's, let's be real. Like you're in control of your own schedule. You make it fool. Why are you sitting here miserable and you make your schedule? Well, because you don't want to say no though. And you think that there's the need out there, right? Yes. Yes. That's what, we, I mean, that's what I should be doing. There's a need. There's so much going on yeah. out here. But you're also giving back in a different way, though. You're helping. Yes. You're still helping the community, right? Because that's what yes. you, probably you want to do. That's what's in you to help. Yes. But you're just providing a different way to help. You know, you're just doing it Absolutely. a different way. But you're still helping our community 
um, in a different, just in a different way. Yes. It's not as draining to you. And that's, you know, that in someone else's purpose, that's, that could be their purpose though, doing all the community stuff and, and not feel draining to them, yes. right? Yes. Because that's their purpose. And, you know, we all have different purposes. Yes. And it was just a slight pivot. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't a, slight, a huge yeah. thing because I'm doing, so I did all of these same things for the Far East Side Community Council. Um, when we had festivals and stuff, I did our flyers and our our logos for it and all of that stuff. So it was it wasn't even a huge pivot. Pivot. It was just a slight pivot. Um, one, I realized that yo, getting paid for what I do, <laughs> adding value and a number to it is like a big deal. You know what I mean? And it feels because what's funny is is me and Jared and we say it all the time to each other. We're people first, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. People first. Money comes way later. Mm-hmm. Um. But at the same time, I need to be able to feed my kids. You got to have a roof over your head, though. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. That sense of contribution yeah. kicks in, mm-hmm. not just to the world, but to my home. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to have something to contribute to them, to mm-hmm. their futures. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I. So maybe I'll go back to college one day, but that was not necessarily my route, especially up until now. But what if they choose out the gate that they want to be something that requires that a lawyer, a doctor, a teacher, you know, all of these things like. I need to be able to provide for them. So, and that's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a balance. That's, I feel like that's the best word I can use to describe it right now is I feel, I feel balanced. Now I'm still working out the details. Like I don't spend quite as much time, especially because I'm so busy right now. I'm juggling my schedule, trying Mm -hmm. to find some balance with Mm -hmm. um, my home Mm -hmm. and stuff. So Mm -hmm. like with my husband, with Mm -hmm. my kids, because it was already hard spending time with just me and him with just the kids right and the e-tech on everything else um, he's being crazy understanding though b- with you know because i'm making money <laughs> so it's well, like, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah absolutely but absolutely it, it, so it's so i'm still so, learning and yes. so i don't want to make it seem like i i got this all down no okay i'm i'm a hot mess and that's why i feel like that's why i feel like i have so much to say is because like i feel like i've done so many things wrong mm-hmm. first mm-hmm that I have so much to share with people because it's like, listen, don't even waste your time doing this. Well, I, I have way more that. wrongs than you. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have probably done a lot more wrong than you do. But no, I think like, you know, we had we were um, talking about my daughter and I think, yes. you know, I'm trying to get her to kind of pursue her purpose early yes. because of what I did, right? Because I, it's taken, well, I'm not doing it now, but I'm, you know, it's taken me so long. I'm trying to encourage her to not be afraid, right? To yes. um, do what you, just try to figure this out. Take the time to figure this out. So I didn't pressure her. She did one year college and figured that wasn't for her, yes. which I knew that wasn't for her. Um, but I at least wanted her to figure out that, that wasn't for her. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yep. we all have our different paths in life. And so she didn't want to go back. And I supported that um, That's because I want her way. to take the time. You know, she's well, she's 21 now, but I want her to not waste time because time is precious and you don't get it back. That is a fact. So take the time to figure it out, you know, because you are young. Like you just said earlier, you know, who knows what they want to do necessarily at 18 or Nobody. 19 years old. I mean, who knows that? And so I want her to just um, figure, I really, it's really imp- important for me, honestly, to m- make sure she is operating 
in her purpose and loving what she does. Yeah. And that it's, it's fulfilling her. Yes. That's, I was just about to say fulfillment. Yes. It's fulfilling yes. her. And that's what I want to give to her as her parent because I don't have that right now. I'm heading in that direction. I definitely feel much better now than I did like five years ago. Yes. So I'm on the right path, but I want her to get it way sooner. Because I think when you start figuring it out, the sooner you get it. Yes. I think the easier it'll be. And you'll, sure. you'll have more years, I think, of, you know, happiness and fulfillment than than not. So yes. um, I am definitely encouraging um, the people that I'm around. Um, and don't be afraid to not be traditional. Yes. Don't be afraid to carve your own path. Don't be afraid to be an individual. You know, everyone is different. Everyone's purpose is different. It's no one size fits all. So, you know, whatever your journey is, is whatever your journey is. I love that. Um, and so that's what I'm all about, is just encouraging people to um, find that, whatever it is. Yes. It's okay. I love that. I, and we're going to we're going to close this discussion on that note, because that is beautiful. And I think that's important, like that whatever journey you're on is yours. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can't let it be defined by traditional norms. You can't let it be defined by what other people are telling you. This is a life that you have to live. Like the decisions that you make today is the future that you're going to live absolutely. in. So absolutely. I love that. So we have a few things coming up that I wanted to share before we go. Um, Love Delivered is something that we came up having conversations with um, some of the women in the community and just some of the women that I'm close to. But my the original thought was, you know, how great would it be to like pay to get a woman's house clean? Right. <laughs> right. Hey. Because man, so COVID-19 is a statistical fact that it impacted women more than anybody oh, absolutely. else. Absolutely. And so, and it's for a multitude of reasons, but um, we're really struggling right now mm-hmm. coming out of it, mm-hmm. trying to get back to, you know, normal, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking so many women just feel like, yo, if I could just get a head start. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, yo, let's put pay to get women's house clean. So, as we started talking about it, we started realizing, well, there's other little things we can do for women, right? We can leave love gifts on their porcelain mother, appreciated their love, they're cared about, they're thought about. We could, um, and this is one of my favorites, but we could redo a room in their house, oh, just wow. one, to create a little sanctuary. Uh-huh. doesn't uh-huh. have to be anything crazy, uh-huh. not doing anything major, uh-huh. just redecorating. Uh-huh. Paint some things, hanging some things on the wall, you know, just to give her a space mm-hmm. that she feels good in, that mm-hmm. feels complete. Mm-hmm. Um so after we after I discussed this with a few people, Ashley Verdon, who I love, community leader out here, um, India Johnson has Thrival Academy out here on the Far East Side. She's amazing. She also has the site of the Healing Light of Love. She's amazing. Um, and after talking to them, it's like, yo, this is something that we're going to really do. So we came up with Love Delivered. And so next month we're bringing love to women's doorsteps. Um, within the three ways that I just described, you can nominate women to receive this love delivered um, by going to loverleague.com and click on the love Deli- love delivered nomination form. So we will be accepting nominations until July 30th. We will choose by August 2nd. We're allowing the whole Lover League community to vote. Okay. So we'll just remove names, let them vote. Um, the messages that I'm getting on these nominations are the sweetest things I've ever seen. So I'm definitely going to include it. 
if, uh-huh. with the people like because uh-huh. I just want women to know what other people really like truly feel because mm-hmm. I feel like we always mm-hmm. think it's negative mm-hmm. no people love you okay I need you to know that um, if you would like to support so this is huge because the more you guys give the more we can do and that's just being straight up y'all know you can't do anything without yeah. funding without sponsorship so if um if you're able to support in any way the cash app is you know the dollar sign Christ up Sam and PayPal is at Christ up Sam so C H R I S T U P S A M to support um also we have the mini dip and sip coming up at the end of the month um yes we're going to be in baby pools yes we're going to have a fire at time Yes, we're going to have the best cocktails in the world. Okay, so (laughs) for the 30 women who are already registered, I'm so excited. We've partnered with the Shady Pieces to give away sunglasses. We've partnered with From Above Naturals to give away after Sun Balm. We've partnered with, of course, India has graciously allowed us to use her house, which is the sanctuary um, for the event. We have the 360 camera coming from Annalisha Moss. We have Katie Stevens on photography. Bottle Bay is providing cocktails. So it's just women owned everything everywhere. Um, And it's going to be a great, great time. I just wanted to let you guys know. So before we leave, I wanted to share this word of wisdom. It's so funny because you're closing like statement thing, whatever. Uh It's kind of like aligns with exactly what the word of wisdom is going to be. So I was, I can't even remember what I was doing the other day, but the Holy Spirit was talking to me and I was thinking about those little games, um, you know, the shape sorters that infants have. Yes. And um, I was thinking about the Holy Spirit was really sharing with me that there's so many people frustrated out here, you know, because they're a star and they feel good because they're doing something, trying to fit in somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you're you're hovering above that square hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. you're trying, trying, trying. And, and it feels good because you're trying, right? But at the same time, babe, you need to know, one, yourself. Know that you're a star. And then have alignment with your star place. Mm-hmm. And so that's my word of wisdom yeah, today good. is, one, know you. Know what shape you are in that shape sort of, right? And two, find alignment in where you fit. Where does your gifts, your shape fit? Where's your your where's your spot, right? And what I love the most is that when we all find those spaces, we fill in the gaps. Absolutely. Right? It's complete, it's whole, we're sorted, we're in line, um, and in line with our purpose, most importantly. So that's what I wanted to leave you guys with. You guys have an amazing, amazing week. We will see you yes. or hear you talk to you <laughs> next, next week. Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye.